again and i have my boy l cheech what's going on good evening good evening indeed uh listen dre the juice man is going to be on later in the show when we drop this exclusive interview with pb smooth uh we talk about a lot of stuff uh as far as what's going on as far as quarantining and uh of course matches and we actually talk about a little bit of trivia so uh definitely want you all to pay attention because we're going to be giving away some things on this show pay attention to twitter and instagram follow us on twitter at mars with mics just how it's spelled m-a-r-k-s-w-i-t-h-m-i-c-s that's on twitter and ig but let's go ahead and start the show so man it's a lot going on right now man rumors news people not you know, going to be on the card at WrestleMania, AEW doing his thing with Matt Hardy, and of course, we had what went down Wednesday. So, what, what are we going to start off with here first? How about we talk about the fact that if you all did not see the dark side of the ring on this past Tuesday or Wednesday, because once they aired it, they put it on YouTube, you missed a very great episode. Of course, this one was about Crispin Watt. Now, I'll let you know straight up, it was a very put, very well put together piece of work, in my humble opinion. Um, I definitely enjoyed the documentary. My eyes were open. A lot of things I didn't know, I ended up finding out. Cheat, chop, how was that for you, like, just watching that documentary for the first time? No, it was real, because there's a lot of things that were already known out there. But they touching a lot of little details, you know what I mean? And like you said, it was well put together. It didn't, you know, at the end, it was kind of like a you know, happy medium after everything that went down. But, you know, it was like a forbidden word, you know what I mean? You couldn't say the name, stuff like that. And um, just see how, you know what I mean, um, woman, how her roots was, you know, deep in the wrestling and she did a lot. And um, unfortunately for everything that happened, she don't get the recognition she deserved because, you know what I mean, just by association, you know, but um, it's just, they kind of show you how all this affect the people they leave behind, you know what I mean? The family members and stuff like his son, you know, that was heartbreaking how he spoke about the fact that he was, being bullied and people picking on him all this time, you know, like he want to live a regular life. But it's, it's crazy. It's definitely a well put to, together show episode. Definitely was, man. And yeah, that, that, that is heartbreaking, you know, to have to be tormented like that in school off the actions of uh, a family member, you know, not just any family member, you know, your, your father at that. 
but you know just just to have that type of uh treatment going up uh growing up after the fact and then you know wanting to step into the ring not sure if it's a good thing or a bad thing because if he steps in you know people are already gonna have their their uh their thoughts about him without even seeing him work so uh, if you haven't checked out dark side of the ring it is available on youtube uh on their YouTube page, and then it's also available on Vice. Uh, just go to their on-demand, and you should be able to watch it from there. Uh, in other news, definitely got to talk about the the news of Roman Reigns not being medically cleared to participate in WrestleMania. And my thing is with that, it's I definitely think it's the right decision. You know, with with everything that's happened with him in the past, his health, it's definitely if anyone needs to have a seat right now and just quarantine, it's him because he's more likely to uh, end up to end up possibly catching it. And I don't want that for anybody, period. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. But I, I definitely respect his decision. And if anyone has an issue with that, they can eat, they can eat a bowl of dicks. Honestly, but uh, you know, as it's a good move that that he is uh, definitely taking a step back. Who knows what's going to happen with that match at WrestleMania? Who's going to be Goldberg's opponent? Rumor, speculation. We'll know when we see it. Uh, but because I believe that those everything's been recorded. You know what I mean? They had to film it before, so. You know, I just wish, you know, I mean, it didn't come out in advance, you know, but um, it, it should be intriguing to see how it goes down, you know. It's, they could do so much, you know. Um, Brock could lose on Saturday, you know, and next thing you know, he'll pop up on Sunday and wins the title, you know what I mean? They love putting the, br the strap on him, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's, the, that's the golden ticket right there. It's, uh, imagine, but, you know, it just, it's kind of, you know, messed up that it's not the way that we were, we're accustomed to seeing a WrestleMania, but, you know, I, the fact that they're going forward with it, you know, it, it's, I guess it's cool because, you know, uh, entertainment for us or whatever, but it's still, it takes away from it. But one, one, one of the shows that actually had learned how, to go about that is our AEW Dynamite, you know, yes, they had talk about that. They had taken advantage, you know, I mean, of the situation with the camera shots and, um, and then, you know, the matches, it's it been cool, you know what I mean? No, really, you, you, you still be, um, intrigued about what's going to happen. Then you have a little vignette with Jake the Snake speaking, you know, when he, one shot, Jake speak. You listen, you know. Yeah, that 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 definitely makes you pay attention. I mean, his voice already hooks you, and uh, his his mannerisms, and as soon as he opens up his mouth, you're absolutely hooked by what Jake Snake Roberts is saying. But yeah, mm -hmm. AEW did a great job as far as you know presentation. That's that's one thing I could definitely give them. Do I think the pyros need it? No, but you know the the presentation of having the matches. And, you know, ha having people at ringside and having vignettes throughout there, they're, they're pretty cool 
camera work with the whole Matt Hardy in, inside the inside the um, the stadium there and coming down mm-hmm. each level. You know, it was almost like Dragon Ball Z in in a sense. Mm-hmm. But uh, you know, when when Goku would teleport and go from one mm-hmm. spot to another spot, but you know that it, it, it was good. I mean, I can't wait to see what's going to happen uh, with this feud. Uh, I guess we're going to have Matt Hardy and Jericho feuding, but uh, I can't. I, I, I definitely can't wait to, to see what happens. And then, of course, uh, during that episode, you had Brody Lee, formerly Luke Harper. He did a vignette, and I guess it was very Vince-like. But far, far as you know, how the vignette went, one of the members of the Dark Order sneezed. He flips out, and Twitter goes crazy. Yeah, it was it, it was a pretty much callback and shout out at Mr. Kennedy McMahon. That was without a doubt. But the way he did it, you know, what I mean, it's like he trying to want to make you see him different. Not like he's like a cold leader. Like he, his presentation, you know what I mean? It's like not mafia like, but kind of, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. you ain't trying to be in that box that you expect. Oh, he's like, uh, you know, trying to copy Bray Wyatt or whatever, which it makes perfect sense because he was in a cult and now he's the leader of one, you know what I'm saying? And, and I think the way they put him and they letting him talk, you know, he could talk. He's very articulate, you know what I'm saying? And, um, Oh man, like they they got money there and with everything that they could do, you know, especially with that vignette, you know what I mean? It's off rip. It's like, you know what I mean? Do your thing, and he showed out, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, he he, he doing his thing, but my whole thing is once again, and I said this from the very beginning of the start of AEW. I don't want the company to be known as the company that takes shots at. WWE every single week and then put on some great matches or put on some good matches. I want them I, I don't I don't want them to be the company that has former WWE stars feud with each other every pay-per-view. I want this to be a company that produces new stars, number one, number two, and that does not have to always take a stab. You know, because yeah. my, my whole thing is a in AEW in in its own right, just just from the presentation that they do with with their with their wrestlers and letting them be creative, it's already a step above to me, in my opinion, of wrestling in general. But I just don't want the feeling and the the whole entire movement to get lost over shots every single week, every single pay per view. It just at after a while, it's going to be like, all right, okay, okay, all right. I'm kind of expecting this. That, back in the day, in the, you know, I mean, Monday Night Wars, you know, it was kind of different. You know, I mean, most of the stuff that you saw on TV then, it, it don't fly in 2020. You know, yeah. everybody get butt hurt and shit like that. You know what I mean? But right. um, it it's lived to you know on our times. You know what I mean? It's like right now we can't we can't raise our kids the way our Parents raised up, you know what I mean? Uh, no, you definitely you know can't. I mean? It's gone. His life, you know, it's not the same. You know what I mean? So we gotta prepare them now. But yeah, yeah I, I, I feel you. I definitely feel you on that. Like, I, like I remember, you know, do, doing the Monday Night Wars. WWF would, would have the billionaire Ted skits, but even that was corny. At after a while, it was like, All right. oh yeah, that was just I don't know what the fuck trying to fill up 
time, that and the Nacho Man and all that shit. But, you know, they kept knocking on the door until they knocked it down. They would, you know. <laughs> oh, yeah. Most deaf, most deaf, man, most deaf. Uh, but definitely, uh, speaking of great. That's Wednesday. Uh-huh. Wednesday. On, on that other channel, oh, yeah. NXT, oh, you yeah, have a face-off between Gargano and Ciampa, the greatest rivalry in NXT history. What you thought about that? You know, having Triple H trying to be like, yo, man, y'all wilding out. Y'all need to chill. I mean, it kind of gave me UFC vibes of Dana White coming in between two fighters. Uh, <laughs> I definitely enjoyed it. I, I I felt the tension. It felt real. Uh, I was hooked, you know, because Gargano and, of course, Champa always put on great matches. They always tell good stories. But I was instantly hooked by by, by the way it was set up. Uh, was the microphones in it? No. But at the same time, even during, even during a press conference, they have microphones, but to go back to the point, there's no people in the crowd. So we mm-hmm. actually didn't need microphones, but it still felt good. Um, it was definitely presented well. Uh, yeah. the, the, the stipulations and then to have the vignette by Killer Cross. <laughs> Killer fucking Cross, dude. I, I like, I was like, okay, you know, because at first, you know, the, you know, on SmackDown, they'd be like little shock or whatever. You know what I mean? Like uh, somebody's coming. So, you know, the assumption was kind of like, oh, it could be Killer Cross because they had the the, uh, the clock and all that stuff. But I guess he's going to make a stop in the yellow brand first. And, um, and I love it. Yeah, man, I, I'm, I'm definitely loving that, man. I, I, I can't wait to see the impact he makes on NXT. And speaking of impact, Stokely, uh, a.k.a. Uh, Michael, uh, M- Malcolm Bivens. Oh, man, finally, my God. Where they had that guy at? Yeah, man, he's been, he's been in the trenches, man, but this guy is going to be the next one of the next big managers, period, in wrestling history. You know, yeah. I can. Yeah, I'm sorry. He's real witty with it too. You know, he on the mic, he will keep you entertained. So it's like, you know, they lost that art. You know, like the manager stuff. Like, just bring all them back. You know what I mean? Like factions, man. Like I love factions. You know and. You know, they drove away from that, you know what I mean? Mm. Oh yeah, yeah. I love definitely love factions, man. But hell, I can't I definitely can't wait to wait to see what happens uh with the NXT with Killer Cross. Uh I guess we'll find out who's the one on SmackDown getting ready to debut. People are saying it's Ali. I don't know. I'm not just gonna go up with the mass majority because just like everyone said that he is Altonwood and was Matt Hardy. I don't exactly. Definitely so, won't be wrong, but I'm not gonna get too held up because hey, we promised the people we got an exclusive interview. Drop it, and it's gonna drop right after this quick, quick break. Yo, welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to 
show, like I promised you in the top half of the show, and like I promised you two episodes ago, that when we were going to come back with this show, we're going to come back hard-hitting with guests, some return guests. This is another edition of the re-up. I guess you could say that. Uh, first of all, I got to make sure you all know, I got my man L. Cheech on, on, this, uh, on this interview with this special guest. Now, we both know this special guest. We've seen it plenty of times before, right? So, with that being said, we're going to welcome to the show no other than Mr. Fresh to Death, Pretty Boy Smooth. What's going on, man? Hey, man. How you feeling? How you feeling? PB? Man, feeling good, man. Feeling good. Underneath the current circumstances, you know, we just have to do what we can do. Yeah. Rona messing up everything, but, you know, we're we going to get through it. Hey, man. I miss getting haircuts every week right about now. Man, who you telling, man? I'm glad. I'm glad I got a lineup two weeks ago. Man. <laughs> it's starting to, you know, I'm starting to get that Batman's peak going, but you know, I don't know. I'm gonna have to shave them myself. Yeah, I'm gonna have to take that chance. Thank you, man. You got no choice. Cheech, how you doing, bro? Yeah, everything good on this side. You know, I'm tired, but it's not your fault. You know, but um, just trying to make it through the day. You know. But uh, yeah, but talking about barbers, I know once they open up, man, they're gonna be carrying in Cuban links, man, with all that money that's gonna be flying in. <laughs> oh man, I might need I might need that address when we get off the show. <laughs> for sure, for sure, man. Uh, so other than that, man, what what's been going on with you, PB? Uh, nothing much. Um, this is um obviously not the best of circumstances for any of us, you know. Um. I had a big show coming up for uh, Mania Weekend at GCW against Crime Time with me and Trey Lamar. Uh, yeah. We had things going on for AIW. I was on Faye Jackson's show. So it's a big blow, but I'm maintaining, you know what I'm saying? I'm uh, eating right. I'm still working out. I'm working on some uh, new shirt, shirt designs, working on some marketing schemes I can come up with. Just doing what I got to do right now to put out content for the fans and be ready when my, my number's cold. As my coach would always tell me, <laughs> man, for sure, man, definitely, man. Uh, this this is just a time where it's uh, a state of disbelief, you know. Of course, when when it first broke that you know coronavirus, you know, of course, most of us, you know, thought, okay, well, th this is gonna be like you know the bird flu, the swine flu, Ebola. It, it's it's yeah. gonna pass over, and here we are in in March, and I'm like, man, what what is going on? Because this is just totally wrecked everyone's life. From people, people that uh, you know have nine to fives to people that's being laid off to people's shows getting canceled, promoters are you know losing losing out, and I I believe even at one point the the hotel tried to stick tried to stick one of the promotions with the bill. Yeah, you never you, you never know what's gonna go on, man. It's crazy out here. Yeah, it wasn't not only like people were concerned about the health. Then, like at first, they didn't know how the economy was gonna be, and this is just the beginning. You know? Yeah, I, I mean, I think the virus itself is bad, but I think people's reaction to the virus is much worse. Oh yeah, so that that's the main reason it's probably gonna linger a lot more. Like people going out crazy buying all this toilet paper and whatnot, <laughs> not abided by the social distancing rules. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, no. Like years later, we're gonna be talking about. Remember when there was like a scars of toilet paper? Like who, who ever would have thought that? You know what I mean? We were struggling to get toilet paper. 
I mean, it's crazy, man. It, it, it took the 2020 to have people actually be concerned about wiping their asses, but, you know, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah, that kind of threw me for a loop myself. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, so really? So so now everybody want to wipe their ass, but before 2020, you know, it, it, it was okay not to take care of that back then. But 2020, we got to wipe our asses, you know? <laughs> we got to invest. We should come on, TP. You know? Yeah. It's crazy, man. It's it's. It's crazy, but with, with that being said, man, uh, it's it's that's been crazy. Everything that's been going on, I'm I'm super mad about the shows being canceled because and I was definitely looking forward to definitely seeing uh, you and Trey versus Crime Time, man. That that, that would have been great, and yeah. you know, of course, Sway Jackson. I'm sorry, Sway Jackson's Battle Royal. Uh, that got canceled. That that got a lot of hype. I mean, you, you had two cold Scorpio that was getting ready to be a part of it. I mean, a lot a lot of big legendary names. You know, Effie was a part of it. Yeah. And it's like to have this, you know, just not happen, man. I I, I, I was really really pissed. And of course, for AIW not having their show go on, which was going to be a big card as well, man. That was going to be huge. Yeah, I would love to see Ice Cream and AJ get it on. Man, that would have been nice, man. That that would have been real nice. But speaking speaking of your uh, your accomplishments here, uh, heck, you got a question? Yeah, no, I was I was wondering, like the first time they um you won your first single title in AIW, how 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 did it feel? Like the fact that you know you, you came from this school, the school, and you got the chance to shine. Uh, honestly, it felt amazing, and. I definitely had to earn it because hot sauce is no joke. He, uh, <laughs> you get in the ring with him, you really about to fight. So it was a great experience for me. It was a, a great uh, learning experience as well. Just from my my short ten years champion, I learned a lot of of how the system works and things I got to do moving forward to get where I want to go. So uh, it was great. You know, I never held a, a singles title before. So for the absolute. Uh, championship to be my first singles title. You can't ask for more. Oh yeah, and, and also um, on Red Pro, you actually performed with over there also. How, how was that experience? Oh, Revenge Pro. Yeah, yeah. So um, Erie isn't my hometown, but it's pretty much where I live now and where I started wrestling. So uh, that promotion was built by uh, my original trainer, Aaron Draven. John McChesney and and another guy. So to to win the championship there, that's that's my other home base. And it was actually against Wardlow, who ended up that ended up being his last um, independent match before he went to AEW. So September twenty first, two thousand seventeen, I believe. Yeah. Oh, eighteen, eighteen. Actually, last year. (laughs) I'm tripping. Yeah, man, you give you give AEW a little bit too much uh, credit there, man. They just started, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how how do it feel like you know seeing people that you actually have wrestled in the circuit, seeing them um, do good, it, it gives you more, you know. It, it, honestly, it feels great because I'm a firm believer in like the company you keep shows the type of person you are. So if I'm wrestling against winners and I'm being on shows with winners and people going on to do this thing to the level I want to do, it makes me feel like I can do it. You know, that you can either feel that way or you can get like bitter about it. And I choose to just 
everybody and feel like my time is coming. Okay. The, the, you go for the triple clown adventure because I remember that time that the twins eight months run, you know, with your tag team with Swaggle. Yeah. How, how that was? Um, It was cool, honestly, like working with Swaggle. Um, he has a, a vast knowledge of a lot of different things in terms of psychology and and what will get the crowd going and what works in that ring because he's pretty much a 10-year veteran for WWE. And to stay around that long in the company like that, you got to bring something to the table. So there's always something to learn when you're in the ring with a guy like him. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, most definitely, man. I mean, speak, speaking of you know just just you growing, growing, and continuing to grow. Because the last time, last time you, you were on the show, you were you were tag team champions with Swaggle, and uh, at, at at that point you was continue to climb the ladder. And now we fast forward now here, 2020, man. Uh, do you've done bigger things, man? Uh, you, you, you actually mentioned both both your boys uh, earlier on the show. You mentioned AJ Gray. You mentioned you mentioned Trey Lamar. First of all, how did this whole Forty Acres thing come about? Um, we all were, I guess you could say, almost at a low a low point in our careers mentally. You know, I felt that I didn't get the respect I deserved based on the way my my championship run went. Um, AJ was battling his own demons. Uh, Trey Lamar felt that people had the wrong perception of him. And we just got tired of it. Like, you know, like we feel that we can get busy and get in there with anybody in that ring. So we decided to come together as three individuals and make this happen. And when that happened, man, and it happened before my eyes, I was like, you know what? I don't know what they selling, but I'm buying. Like, <laughs> right, right on top. I was like, man, we need, like, we definitely need need this type of uh, faction in, in wrestling, period. Not just independent, but just wrestling, period. Like, we need this type of faction. Because the way y'all, the, the way y'all mesh together, it was organic. It felt organic. It didn't. It, it didn't feel. It, it didn't feel like you know some someone back back inside the office was saying, "Okay, PB, uh, AJ, and Trey, I'm gonna put you guys together in a faction." It's like, no, nah, this felt real organic. Like I loved it from from the very moment. You know, I, I even I, I've even suggested for y'all to change y'all theme music to "Fight the Power" by Public Enemy, but that's a whole another uh, story. <laughs> but uh, you know. I loved it, man. It, it was it was great. Uh, you know, definitely loving this Forty Acres run. I I can't wait to see what's going to happen more with Forty Acres. I mean, who knows? Maybe, maybe y'all may take over AAIW and hold and hold all the scraps. We don't know. I mean, anything can happen inside wrestling. Absolutely, man. We're going to do whatever we want. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, and on um, PB, I was going to ask you when when you hear the word for the culture, what does that mean to you? Um. For me, it's bigger than just wrestling. It's just being all-inclusive and uh, allowing people to be themselves and respecting and, and trying to understand people that come from different backgrounds and different cultures and things like that. Um, I feel it derived just because some people are very, I wouldn't say racist. I'd say some people are just ignorant because when you take the word racist, by definition, it's somebody that believes that they're racist superior. But when you have conversations with some of these people, you can tell that they're talking out of a sense of like 
insecurity and self-consciousness and stuff. Lack, and just of, lack of knowledge. Yeah, so it's, a lot of it is just ignorance. So when I think for the culture is trying to bring people together and trying to understand each other so that certain boundaries aren't pushed and whatnot in the wrong uh, way. Yeah, that's great because everybody, the perception will be like if it's, like you say, a race thing. Like, and like you explained, it doesn't just include African-Americans. It's just equal, equality for everyone. Yeah, for sure. Exactly, man. And you know, that's that, that's all aspects people gotta understand. You know, at the end of the day, if I cut you, you cut me. My blood is probably gonna be the, more than likely the same color as yours when it comes out. You know, yep. my heartbeat just the same way your heartbeat, and I'm pretty sure all humans shit and piss. So, with that being <laughs> said, you know, we yeah. are we're one as one culture, uh, different different demographics, different categories, but you know we. We got to respect each other at the end of the day. You know, if we if we ain't respecting each other as human beings, then why are we even here? Period. Uh, I agree with That's you. 100%. Period, bro. But uh, my, my, my next question is, so surviving this coronavirus pandemic, what's inside your survival kit if it all boils down to just, you know, some craziness? Uh, it's just gotta be the knowledge in my mind, you know, like that's the one thing that people can't take from you. Um, I know not everybody's for it, but I'm very big on like self-help books and, and reading and, uh, watching podcasts on people that have gotten to places that I want to go and stuff and keeping that same mentality of just like grinding it out and adjusting over panicking. is just kind of how I try to live my life. And that's not to say I'm perfect at it. I have days where I'm stressed out and feel like things are going to shit. But, like, if I were to just pack it in and give up, then what's the point in even being here? You know what I mean? Exactly. Exactly. You know, and that's that's what people have to realize. We can't, we can't panic every yeah. single time, you know, something happens. We can't. Well, at least you know, we have to... Go ahead, no, at least straight. fact check, you know what I mean? Like what you're reading, what they're telling you is, you know what I mean, true. Because sometimes they just be coming up with stories, especially with social media, you know? Oh, yeah. There's so many nurses and doctors that I didn't know existed <laughs> nowadays. Well, the timeline be all of, be all of that. <laughs> Yo, that's yeah, real talk. That's real talk. Like, there's so, like, I'm, there, there's people that I never knew was inside a certain profession till now. I was like, oh, shit. You know, you a doctor? I had no idea. Well, excuse me. Well, the the crazy the crazy part is, like, I see all these people wearing, like, all these gloves and shit, but if you actually listen to what the CDC said, like, wearing gloves all the time is just going to keep the germs Correct. on your hands. And on top of that, this joint is airborne. So it's like, what do you, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's so much more that goes. Yeah, unless you got an upper respiratory or problems or stuff, then, you know, the mask will be, you know, you coughing. But people just went overboard, you know. Yeah, man. Just do what you got to do, and then we'll be done with it. But it doesn't seem like the American way sometimes. Exactly. No, it's not, man. It's uh, it's crazy, man. Like that's that's almost like the the video of of the of the old lady that had the trash bags on the shoes, all, all wrapped around her, and all that stuff. It's like, come on, man. I be I've seen I, I've seen people in bubble suits, uh, dressed like astronauts. It's like, 
And then it's like, you know, I've, I've also seen people who honestly just don't care. You know, they, they just mm-hmm. walk around. Then, of course, we see people that are licking toilet seats and licking poles. And I'm like, <laughs> Dude, bro, what's wrong with you? Hit them with the Heisman, like, yo, stay over there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you man. know what? The crazy part about that is I, I, I think one one of the guys who licked the toilet seat, he actually Gotta tested positive for coronavirus. See, I didn't know anything about no looking toilet. Oh seats. man, they, they looking toilet seats, poles. Mm-hmm. You know, it's I, I don't know people. You know, they they'll, they'll do anything for clout. I mean, it's twenty twenty, but still, I'm not gonna risk yeah. licking a toilet seat, especially a public toilet seat. Now, if it's my toilet seat, now nah, you know what I still ain't licking my what? toilet seat. What's wrong? With Oh, like, you God. Know, I'm just saying, like, you know, there's there's nowhere in my brain where it, you know, it says lick the toilet seat. That's the cool thing to do. But uh, okay, it, like, it's, it's, to each his own, it's crazy man. out there, bro. It's, it's crazy. It but uh, let's see. Let's, let's see what we got here, bro. Let's get go ahead into the next portion of the show. So we have. The part of our show where we're gonna ask you some trivia questions. Uh, but before we get there, I gotta know what's on your quarantine playlist. Oh, hmm, that's a good question. I, I don't know. I've been on a real uh R and B kick lately. Like I've been listening to Black. Yeah, we just listening um, to him. <laughs> the week. Yeah, the weekend just dropped a new album. Um. I've been listening to this girl called The Bonfire. She has some dope songs. But then there's other stuff I got to check out, too, because Jada Kiss just dropped an album. I think Royce the Five Nine just dropped an album. So in, in my opinion, all the rappers need to come with, like, all the musicians better come with some hot shit now because they're in the crib, they're in the lab, yeah. there's nowhere to go. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's got to be, there's gotta be yeah. some fire. I know Jeezy out. drops tonight. Jeezy? Yeah, I, I guess not. I guess um, he's coming out at midnight. <laughs> You know, he said he said the legend of the snowman was. The you last know how one. they be like boxers too. You know they retire, right, then they come back. Well, well, I guess I'm gonna work yeah, out in, <laughs> in my in my basement bumping that Jeezy. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. So we got we got some R and B. We got some Jeezy. All right. Okay. That 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 definitely works for me. Okay. So. I know you've been seeing this game all across social media, so we're gonna have you choose from two wrestlers. Uh, one has to stay, one has to go. And uh, now, when you say stay and go, okay, where you go? so, so <laughs> when when I say stay, mean meaning that you know their their whole entire character, their history. Basically, one of these wrestlers you it's a must have, and the other one you can do without. Oh man, you put me on the spot. You about to get me some Everyone heat out here. Heat, <laughs> all right, Every, everyone's gonna get heat at the end of the day. But I'm gonna ask you this question, and it's gonna be two famous wrestlers. All right, so I'm gonna give it to you. Uh, Hogan or Flair? One got one got to go. go. Hogan got gotcha. you. Go. Say no more. And and you know what? <laughs> I said the same thing <laughs> only because for me. When I was growing up, don't get me wrong, Hogan was that dude far as, you know, far as TV and movies. But when it came to just overall style, 
the type of person that I wanted to be, the type of swag that I wanted to have, it was Ric Flair. Well, honestly, yeah, like he comes closer to my gimmick it's, than Hogan exactly. does. So I'll just, I'll just <laughs> exactly, it. man, exactly. I mean, it, you know, yeah. it's no, no disrespect to either wrestler, but I'm just saying, if you, if, if you're, yeah. if you're talking about naming, naming a wrestler that that went across all cultures, Ric Flair's name comes up. 100%, from rappers to athletes, uh, from football to basketball to pro wrestling to the entertainment industry. I can name you a dozen people that said, man, I want to be like Ric Flair growing up. Ain't that you know, the you know it, it, it is what it is. I mean, it's it's the Ric Flair drip. You know, it's it's everybody <laughs> wants it. Uh, but, okay, so the next part, we're getting ready to definitely get into – the trivia questions. I have uh, three questions for you. So I've told you, uh, if you answer these questions correctly, we will, as uh, far as the show, we're going to go ahead and buy a piece of merch from your merchandise for every question that you answer correctly. And we're going to hold a, we're going to hold, hold a uh, Twitter discussion and uh, IG discussion. And basically, what's going to go on with that is the person to answer answer the question correctly, they're going to win the merchandise, and we're going to ship that off to that person at a later date. Okay, are these like wrestling questions? Oh, these are just like... uh, no. These won't even be wrestling questions. These are just going to be questions overall. Let's just let's just do some uh, some TV trivia. Okay. So you know, to step away from wrestling, we're going to go into pop culture. So the first question I have for you is what is the name of the radio station that Martin Payne worked at on the TV show Martin? Is it WNWA WRAP WNBC or WZUP? I think it's the second one. Which one? The the second one you said. Okay, so I'm going to give it to you again. It's number one. W-N-W-A W-Z-W-P I'm sorry, W-Z-U-P and W I think it's that one, the W-Z-U-P That is correct, alright, so boom we have one getting shipped off next question alright and this is just going to be another trivia question what is the last name of the family on Good Times is it Samson, Jackson, or Evans? Uh, you said Samson, Jackson, yep. or Evans? Oh, damn, I feel like I should know this. It's not Jackson. Okay, we definitely know it's not Jackson. Uh, Samson? Oh, man, it was Evans, as in James Evans Jr., Florida Evans, Michael oh. Evans. It's oh, all right, man. bro. It's okay. <laughs> Yeah, that was before my time. I'm not even going to hold yeah, you on that. Cool, one. It's cool. It's cool. All right. Here we go. And for the next question, what is a shorty? Yeah. A shorty? What's a shorty? Like a girl? Boom. Mean, there like we a... go. There we go. That's the answer. Oh. He got it. He got it <laughs> on top. <laughs> All right. So, so far, you got two out of three. So, what we're going to do is we're going to go ahead and Grab, grab, uh, of course, from your merch store, and we're going to send this out to two random listeners. The only thing the listeners have to do, and I'll make it real easy for you. 
leave leave a voice message on this show or comment comment on the show uh whether whether it be here on on anchor or if you go ahead and leave a comment in inside the streaming um the streaming app that you're listening to the podcast and i'll get a notification for it or you can leave leave a comment on twitter but that's all you have to do the first person to do that get this mailed out to them um definitely definitely appreciate you dropping by the show man and telling everybody what's been going on with you uh for the people who do not know where to follow you tell the listeners where they can follow you at on all your handles so the instagram is pb underscore smooth the uh the twitter is pb underscore fresh to death with the number two uh my youtube channel is too smooth tv and you can look at PB Smooth on Facebook as well. There you have it. And of course, uh, do not forget to go to his merch store, which is available at go ahead and give it to him, PB. ProWrestlingTees.com slash PB Smooth. There you have it, ladies and gentlemen. It's very easy to get, get in contact with him, whether you want to do Facebook, IG, uh, Twitter, or you can definitely stop at a merch store at Poro Wrestling Tees. And you can go ahead and go to YouTube and watch uh, some of his content. Trust me, some pretty good stuff on there. I personally just got to watch a couple videos myself. But I got some stuff on TikTok now, too. Oh. Some funny videos. That's a different oh, side of me. Snap. My man <laughs> got a TikTok. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's the PB underscore smooth as hey, well. Make sure you follow him on TikTok. I, I'm I'm kind of uh you know skittish. I don't know if, if I'm gonna get TikTok. I want to get it, it sounds like but also I don't want to trend. <laughs> it's funny, man. Yeah, my it's kids funny. didn't want me to get one. Oh, oh man, I'm gonna have to get a TikTok. Everybody got one, you know. But you know what? <laughs> things things would be so much easier if we just had MySpace. But anywho, oh my god, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, I'm happy my MySpace is going. I was too young to have that. I, man, I think that. everyone acted up on MySpace, man, but MySpace yeah. was my spot. I thought my, I felt my king. Well, yeah, because you can put yeah. the music on your page. I thought my page was the illest. Yeah, you can you can design your page, put whatever you wanted it on there, yeah. man. Like, I mean, top seven. Yeah, your top top seven, top eight. But <laughs> when you really look at it, MySpace just really taught you how to design a web page. At the end of the day. <laughs> yeah, that's where I found a lot of music. Yeah, man. yeah, most deaf, man. Most deaf, man. I definitely miss it. But hey, thanks for coming on the show. And for all the listeners out there, please make sure you wash your hands, make sure you're, you're staying inside, and most of all, wash your ass. All right, wash your ass. You got all that toilet paper, and save some toilet yeah. paper, save some, yeah, people. man. You need all that toilet paper to wipe your ass. I mean, you know, get some wet wipes. <laughs> they got them. You can do wet wipes, or you can go old school. Use 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 your thumb. You know, you get a lot more out of that. Get a get a leaf. Ow. But TV, before you go, like just out of curiosity, um, what's your favorite Eddie Murphy movie of all time? Ah, uh, that's a tough one. I'm trying to remember the name of it. It's the one with him. And Martin Lawrence, they standing on the bottom. Yeah, life. life. I think life. that's what it's called. Life. Yeah, I think it's life. That was a good one. I have Harlem Nights. I actually haven't watched it yet, but I bought it. Oh, man, it, that's so perfect. Watch it soon. That's a good movie. Yeah. That's a good one, man. Yeah. Thanks for dropping by the show, PB. Much respect to you, man. And I'm definitely hoping this whole pandemic thing comes down that we, we can see you back in the ring ASAP. 
Absolutely, man. Thank you. Appreciate it. Stay safe. Stay healthy. You know what I'm saying? Do what you got to do. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Please do that. Listen to PB. And um, we're going to catch y'all on the next episode. Peace. You going to eat your cornbread. You talking to me? Yeah, I think you're talking to you. Um, no, not, not at all. Um, I want you to have... Uh, Will you mind passing this down to... Uh, hey, no, hi. Pass your cornbread to him. But that's your cornbread. Ray, I'm a grown man. Okay, I'm not going to eat this cornbread. If he wants the cornbread, damn it. Have the If he wants some cornbread, let him go up to the front and get his own portion of cornbread. That's your cornbread. Fuck him. Hey, man, he going to eat his cornbread, all right? Fuck you.